Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. During a small period of peace, two Hussites have decided to join a caravan traveling to the Hussite bastion of Tabor. By accident, they have found the remnants of an unholy text and have suffered ever since. Join them as Brother Jan, played by Chris, and Sir Reinhard, played by Craig, walk on the edge of damnation with Slavic as the storyteller. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night and on Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. Sir Reinhardt, what do you want to do after leaving uh, the orphanage? Sir Reinhardt's uh, main purpose in this town is pretty much um, like accomplished. Like he basically played courier for his brother and then hit up with some personal stuff himself. And even though he's feeling high and muddy, like this is like pretty much enemy territory for him. So uh, I don't know. He's probably going to um, await for his. Um, new squire for lack of a better term for him to arrive and then start breaking him in okay then yeah so as you return back to the townhouse you find a letter waiting for you on your bed emily mentions that uh some sort of courier appeared here appears to be somewhere from the town hall or something she's not really sure but she says, you know, you'll know what to do with it. Uh, Sir Reinhardt um, is going to look at it. Does it appear to be like Latin letters or can I tell the language? Oh, yeah, it is. It's probably, it'd probably be German. Okay. He's going to try very, very slowly to sound out the words and try to figure it out. Um, because they're German, um, he assumes it's not like an official um, document, even though um, it, they could do it that way in Tabor at the time. But. Well, yeah, the thing is, like, you had several options at the time, and with such small gazel matters as invitations, you could do it in German just fine. Yeah. Czech wasn't really used that often, I believe, in written language. I'm not sure. So Reinhardt's going to try his very best to read it. Um, I haven't put in experience points into reading it, but he's been learning Latin, so he's going to try to sound, like, sound his way through it. Is there some sort of role you want me to make? Yeah, probably intelligence plus academics. So I got two intelligence, but I don't have any points in academics, so that makes it a minus three. So is it just like the chance die? Yes, it's just the chance die. Hey, I know some of these words. (laughs) One success. You're pretty sure that someone by the name of Rudolf wants to see you. He seems to be a man of some importance. The letter doesn't seem to be hostile in any matter. Seems to be quite civil. It seems to be like a, some sort of civil invitation or something. Right, right, to share a drink or, you know, go out riding, anything. All right, um, is there like a specific time or location associated? It does say a location, but uh, no specific time is associated, more of a at your leisure. Okay, so I'll, I'll wait until uh, 
Martin um, gets back, and then his first task will be to clean my clothing so I have something to wear for tonight. Okay. So uh, when do you want to leave, then? In the evening? Uh, yeah, I'll probably show up um, whenever the typical dinner time is. Um, it's probably a little bit or earlier than what mod- we typically modernly have dinner at, but probably before sundown, so I don't have to wander around the city um, without knowing where it is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, around four or five o'clock. You're not really sure there's no proper clock here. You go and make your way to the house of the councilman. You see the same courtyard that Jan saw, though you don't know he was there. A servant there who sees you and ushers you in, obviously expecting someone dressed like you. He said that uh, the master will is awaiting you in the dining hall. Wonderful. I uh, thank you for your hospitality. And I'll hand him um, my sword and my hat. He sort of takes it, bows, and says, uh, mutters something out. Better company than one came before. Uh, I kind of smile after hearing that, but I don't press the issue. And I, I, I wait for him to uh, show me to the next uh, receiving area. You go through a small area with paintings, uh, some of them of battles, others of uh, holy paintings, of Jesus and such, all quite beautiful, and you're, all, you're sure all quite expensive. I stand there and admire them for, for a while. Hmm. Yeah, they, they seem to be genuine works of art. They couldn't have been cheap or possibly rated. Who knows? Yeah, Sir Reinhardt's actually thinking to himself how uh, someone in this sort of city has come across works of art like this. And as you sort of go towards the dining hall, you see a table, which said you see a, so you see chickens there along with bread, fruit, gravy, pork, you know, lots of foods. And there you see a portly man who stands up and says, Ah, my esteemed guest, Sir Reinhardt. Ah, and you must be Rudolph. Do you have a title? Indeed. Uh, no, I think Rudolph of Tabor is what they call me. I am a preacher, a man of the faith. He sort of goes and clasps your hand. I, I, I take his hand in, um, in, in mine and try to awkwardly return his gesture. Um, I see you have quite the uh, hospitable uh, folk here. Uh, of course, of course. The rest I give to the servants and the poor. Jesus now Christ come. be praised. Amen. Come, sit with me. We have much to talk about, I think. I take a seat um, probably like on the other end of the table facing his. It is not often that we get guests here in Tabor of the Catholic variety. And, well, I, I must be honest... I'm quite curious of what made you come here to our city. He sort of breaks a chicken leg and takes it for himself. I kind of wait for him to to finish chewing. So he has, um, I have his uh, full attention. He says, well, I was on business of uh, the family matter. You might say my, my brother is Lord of the manor out in Malakov and there were some legal matters that needed attending to, and I am here to represent him. I have met with your bailiff. Ah, oh, that dreary man. Oh, you have no idea how hard it is to find someone who can read in this city. 
I, I could imagine. Uh, very desolate rat house he keeps. Yes, but we've tried to offer him a bigger house, but he wouldn't have it. He's a strange man, that one. You've apparently met the acquaintance, I've heard. This is a small city or a small town where it gets around. I'm sorry, you're saying the, the acquaintance of the bailiff? Yes, yes, the acquaintance of the bailiff. I heard about your squire. Terrible what happened. So uncivil. Well, I, I found that uh, even hard men such as your bailiff uh, can be shown reason with the appropriate um, measures. Quiet. I was surprised he let you keep your letter there, though I understand your anger fully. Sir Reinhardt, tell me, is there a way that perhaps we could make this squire problem something that could resolve it, something that could ease your pain? Bernardo the caravan had already seen to such financial matters. My greatest concern is the lawlessness that uh, has been encouraged, you might say, along the roads. Before, when we had one monarch here, such matters could be um, delegated to a royal court. And I'm just, my main concern is the legality of this being sequestered to just local peasant courts where um, such magistrates could be subject to the whims that come with bribery and grist. I agree with you. So I'm, I advise you that the last stretch of the road this happened in belonged to the Catholics, the Rosenberg family. But it was not the Catholics who burnt down all the monasteries and abbots' um, holdings in the area. It was not the Catholics who drawn and murdered my squire. No, it was not. Uh, the Catholics burned villages, but they hardly burned their own churches. <laughs> Let us not go into this. This this slaughter, I would be happy if it would stop. But if you want, I could try and seek out the families of those who are responsible. Well, the immediate families of those responsible have already succumbed to mob justice. It seems there is some heretic amongst the caravan who is able to rouse a rabble to such fervent degrees of violence. I'm sure you don't have any associations with him, but this churl with a giant scar across his face, you know, he's some sort of zealot, but they he can be quite influential on the, on the weak-minded. Tell me more about this zealot. What do you think of him? I believe that he believes in what he says. However, it is not the teachings of the church, and he has succeeded only in spreading malice and hate. He has get to use his sway for any good in this world. I see, I see. More wine, perhaps, Sir Reinhardt? Please. Your generosity is astounding. He calls over a servant girl, and she pours you some wine. I well, smile at her. She, she sort of uh, drops her eyes low. Well, then, I'm pleased to have met your, met your acquaintance, Sir Reinhardt. You are... Not like how I imagined you to be. I do hope that perhaps in the future, Catholics and Hussites, we can both be more tolerant against each other. That is all that my family wants? Indeed. Bad times are brewing, though. I oh. can feel it. You have news on such, or is this just a feeling you have? Well, it's not something I'm supposed to say, but 
the radicals, they've, they've been mourning the dead of death of Zhishka. And with Zhishka dead, the crusader forces will try to invade again, I'm sure. Both sides, well, it seems both sides want war now. One for revenge, the other for conquest. I'll let you decide which is which. I see. The fields are barren, people dead. Bad time it is. The Reinhardt um, looks at him um, and then just takes a very long drink of his wine and tries to catch the eye of the young girl next to him. You notice her sort of, sort of, sort of out of the corner of her eye looking at Sir Reinhardt. Would you perhaps prefer to sleep here, Sir Reinhardt? I have a guest room here prepared You don't, so you don't have to walk in the dark. Well, if it's not an imposition, um, it is quite late. And do you have a board or some sort of, uh, I don't know, musician in your employ? Oh, yes, 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 I do, in fact. And I don't know what instrument I would choose, honestly. Just pick one. <laughs> Lute, harp? Yeah, harp? I guess the harp. Pipe. That's nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, musician the, there. Well, Sir Reinhardt has an excuse to stay now. I found there's actual enter- entertainment. So, you might um, ask for uh, Rudolph to um, se- um, have his servant um, sent to find a young boy at my um, residence and make sure that he is, you know, looking after the horses and that I would be back in the next morning. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's no issue at, at this point. In time, people are used to just being more flexible with time, I guess. You know, no clocks, no instant messaging, so. Yeah, I'm just um, making sure that, like, it's the first day that the squire has with him with the animals that yeah. he's actually doing it. Reinhardt, my dad, ask him um, if he has, a, like, a chessboard or something and just to entertain each other. And he takes out some heavily used playing cards, it seems. You're a soldier, aren't you, Sir Reinhardt? They teach you to play? There's very rare a soldier who doesn't know a game or two. Right. You should bet on this game. It'd be not in- it wouldn't be interesting if we didn't. Exactly. We, 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 do, we play a few hands and like just so I can get a, a feel of like a skill level. But does, does he like seem to be being polite or does he like trouncing me and, in these games? He's a difficult opponent, but you'd say you're evenly matched when it comes down to it. Hmm. My good host, do you care to make this game interesting? What do you propose, Sir Reinhardt? A bet of sorts, perhaps. Perhaps. I'm I'm, I'm already in your debt um, for the hospitality you've um, shown me, but, you know, just to make things a bit more interesting. And I take out a, a couple of the coins that I have in my purse, just kind of set them on the table. Ah, and he sort of takes out some money that he had with him. Shall we then really start playing? Oh, I was afraid you were holding back on me. Oh, no, that would just make me a bad host. All right, let's do it then. Okay, then. You start playing your cards, and you win the first five games. But after a while, uh, you go on a bit of a losing spree. And uh, you're currently evenly matched. <clears throat> so it's getting pretty late. So how about make make this really interesting? What have you in mind? I bet that wench. You don't have a servant girl with you? I suppose I do not. <sighs> so do you have a counteroffer? I mean, 
are the Israelites were slaves themselves, so I don't keep to keeping people, as it were. But I suppose if you needed to replace uh, another I don't servant, keep her as a slave, but she would become your servant. Well, I have some spare coin, and there's plenty of uh, willing servants at the orphanage if you're willing to clean them up first. It's boring. What about that sword you brought with you? Now that's a proper bet. Say, I'll throw in that painting that you admired. Hmm. In that case, and then I nod my consent. High risks there, Sir Reinhardt. Yes, but treasures of the um, Catholic Church are so rare these days in this part. I hate to see it just wasting away in a place like this. Do you want my insight in this game? You have insight to give? Oh, yes. Well, that should certainly prove useful. Are you going to be helping him then, Belvis? Yes, I would like to. So, uh, Sir Reinhardt now knows his opponent's hand. Okay, then. You play your cards, and you have one card left in your hand. He has none, and you already know you're going to win, Sir Reinhardt. I'm holding on to that last card, and I say, well... Uh, Surely I could never repay you for such hospitality you have given me today. Don't mention it. Truth be told, I enjoy meeting new people. All we get here is soldiers, priests, preachers like me. It gets tiresome. It was a pleasure meeting your acquaintance. But don't keep me in suspense. Play your card. Um, I turn it over. He slaps the table and starts laughing. Oh, well, Rosa, you'll have to go with Sir Reinhardt now. I'll make sure you get the uh, painting delivered to the townhouse. Perhaps you'll do me the honor of continuing to host it until I'm ready to leave the city. Of course. I'll make sure it doesn't get stolen. I thank you. Worthy opponent. As yourself. And I I stand up and clasp his hand in a similar fashion that he did earlier. All right. And you go to sleep. Belvis, do you wish to give him a dream? At this point, this is a sort of small turning point for him. Uh, I think I would give him a very uh, encouraging dream of sorts. Like he feels very good about himself. He's had a lot of wine. He has gained riches that belong in his hands because he has a title, not like this rich guy without a family. He can make his family proud. And there's probably the face of the girl a little bit. And so on. Rich guy drunk fantasies. Okay. We'll go to Brother Jan. Yes. So, Jan, what do you do now? You killed Franta. He seems ecstatic. He thought he'd lose the leg. You know, he's just asking you about how you did it. You're a, you're a prophet of the Lord. How? How? Prophet. Jan. Oh, oh. I feel completely sober. I'm so happy. As you should be. You are filled with this Holy Spirit. He's jumping out of that one leg. Look, look. Yes, yes, I see it. I caused it. Fronta, I am glad you're ecstatic about your new condition. I take it it's later in the evening, right? Or is it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. You have to understand now that you have to serve the cause now with every ounce of your being. Of course, whatever you say, I'll do. Yes. I'll even go to the depths of health for you. I don't want you to do that. Some already have done that on all of our behalfs. Listen, Franta, we need 
to look at this movement and this war more than a war itself. That war, while you did serve some purpose, that looting, all that brought you was a gangrenous leg and you sleeping in a puddle of your own vomit off some wine you stole from a family. These wars are just bringing the beer and the biscuits we saw Rudolph offer us and the paintings in this house. But there's much more that needs to happen for us to truly win the cause. There are things that go unseen that we need to do to win this. And it's winning the minds and hearts of people, but also taking those that are in the Catholic positions of power out of their power. As you well probably know, Pranta, you simply cannot go to a bastion of Catholic influence, knock on the door, and kill some evil Roman pope, or a bishop, or an archbishop, or a priest, or a friar. But that's what needs to get done to truly win this war. I cannot go and knock on the door. I can win the hearts and minds of people, but to go to Rome and win the Romans' hearts and minds is impossible because there's too much of a satanic influence over that city. We'll never be able to change it just with our words and our actions. So we need to start thinking differently about this, as I am starting to think differently about this. We need to cause influence, Franta. We need to cause influence, and we need to influence those that can strike those blows for us to where they can do it. Do you understand what I'm saying, Franta? A bit, bit, Brother Jan. I'm not as wise as you are, but but I'll follow you. You will be following me. Listen, we need to get people who are embedded with the Catholics on our side, and then we need to convince them to act on our behalf while we do what we do with the people. Do you understand? Yes, yes, of course, of course. I mean, not so long we were Catholics too before we realized the lies of the church. Exactly. What we need to do is find Catholics who realize the lies, but don't fully disassociate themselves with the church. And we have that here in the city, potentially. That man that you heard me speak to Brother Rudolph about, he has influence. He considers himself a Catholic, but yet he is from a region that is very sympathetic to our cause. We need to win him over. You are my brother now, Franta. You will be at my side at all times. It will be on you to protect me because we are going to be going deeper into these waters. And I'm going to need people strong like you to ensure that I don't get pulled up in a current. Right now, Brother Rudolph is working on swaying Sir Reinhardt to our side. Once we have, we are going to have him do something difficult. I'm not sure who the target will be, but we will have him kill in a Catholic of stature and power. And I need your help to help convince him to do that. May God forgive us. Why would God forgive us? Why would he need to? Because all murder is bad. Oh, was it when you got that wine? Yes. And you will be forgiven, as I will be forgiven. But we cannot let that cloud our judgment right now. I understand, Brother Jan. We must do what must be done. Yes. Even if we damn ourselves in the process. We will not damn ourselves. You will not damn yourself. I promise you that. Let's go find Brother Rudolph. You will sit with me when I speak to him, because you are my ears, and you are also my eyes, and you my arm wields the shield and the sword that will protect me. I sort of smiles to himself. Perhaps I'll write your gospel one day. Yes. I just kind of like cringe inside when I hear that. <clears throat> I'm going to go try to hunt down Rudolph. Or go, no, I'll be like, go find Rudolph. See if he has spoken to the Stern Reinhardt yet and have him speak to me if he has. Best not to disturb them this late into the night. Yes, you are right. I lost track of time. And I think to myself, I think to myself, Hagalas, you are oddly quiet. <sighs> I'm just really quiet in comparison to you. How are you doing, my potter? It has begun. I 
I cannot. You have to ask me again to if you want me to enter his dreams this night. It. Yes. And I want to find out what drives the man, what he wants, what will make him, what will make him show his weakness to me, to which I could exploit, what will change the trajectory of his faith to align with mine. Yes, I will see what I can find out. So uh, there is a question I want to ask to certain Reinhardt as you're going to sleep. Do you want to sleep with the wench or not? Just set the scene of what Hagalas sees. Probably not in Rudolph's house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that that probably be rubbing it in a little bit too much, and I don't want to offend the host. But I'll, I'll probably she probably has her own quarters. Yeah, that that'd be kind of rude. <laughs> All right, so you're just sleeping by yourself. Yes, um, and whatever type of uh, lodgings that he has, and I'm not sure if he has a guest room or if people and just sleep in the hall itself, or if he's given up his room for me. So uh, I'll say that your dream begins like this. So you wake up and you are you start off in the uh, house and right in a uh, Rudolph's house. But then as you get outside, you see again like there is this uh, almost like this. Uh, you see people going about their business, and then you see like off in the horizon, you see like it looks like Rome, but it's it's like. The, it doesn't look as clean as it used to be. It looks more like decrepit, and if you squint hard, you can almost see like there's this something like red light coming emanating from it. And so you and you see like there's a it's like this horde of people like garbed in like the robes of Catholics, and you know you hear in the distance you hear faint like prayer in Latin, and they just sort of like slowly come towards like you know the, the town Tabor. And you see, like they, as if they come across, you know, as someone who looks normal, they tear them apart, limb from limb, and they just continue advancing on to onto you. What do you do? What do we, what do we respond to that? Well, in the dream, I was previously just like reveling in the riches I was provided, and it's probably come quite some shock um, when I left the house. So I look off and see basically the fury of. Catholicism is how he's interpreting the dream, descending upon the city because that's what Sir Reinhardt asked for. It's his thought that he better get out of the way because uh, they're gonna they're gonna do what he asked. So staying in Tabor would be probably dangerous at this point. All right. So in the dream, you 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 manage to get you get up on a hill and you try to like you know, get away from it and just watch like a new Sodom and Gomorrah. But then you see, like, part of the horde just sort of, like, breaks off and comes towards you. I basically stand my ground and shout at them, Not me! Not me! Not me! And they just simply continue their chanting in Latin and prayers, and they'll be like, This is the fate of all who oppose us. This is the fate of all who agree with us. This is the fate of all. And then they just sort of, like, come close in around you and start tearing you apart. Belvis! Belvis, help! Help me! So, uh, sorry, Taylor, can I... I can just do whatever because dream world. Oh, yeah, you could do much. Uh, Let me check here. I think this is so cool, by the way, that, like, two demons are, like, throwing these dreams in this poor dude's head. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Belvis is very skilled in uh, the ways of the mind. So, uh, you see... A group of people with maces rushing from uh, Tabor to your help. You see among them the free people uh, 
that were in this office on the day that had this uh, angelic vision that you also shared. You see behind them is a man uh, that you know very well with a scar upon his face, um, fighting with merely a stick. But they are, they are yelling in unison like typical battle cry and you get the idea these won't, these won't uh, leave you behind. And they start, they start fighting the hordes and rush over the Catholic Roman zombies uh, who did not expect this attack and are easily scared away. And people help you up and uh, treat your wounds and take care of you. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions so that your media could give the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.